0: Everybody and welcome back to So Let's Talk About It. It's your girl Amber. What's up? It's Ray. Hey, hey, it's Kay.
1: That ain't loud enough. I
0: ain't like it. I ain't like it either. <laughs> I feel like I was so we was testing something out, y'all. Don't y'all worry about it. But we are super excited because Kay is finally back on the show. Hey Whoa. no. Yes. You know me and Ray have been telling y'all it's awkward because it's not really her. a conversation. It's just me and her going back and forth. So we got our sister back. So, it'll get back to our regular natural vibe, our, our round table.
1: round table. <laughs> <laughs> instead of back
0: and forth. <laughs> like we was playing ping pong. Like, mm mm-hmm. Like, are you going here and say that for it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I'm super excited to have her back. And we have her back on the episode. Because, you know, it's February. So, we're talking everything love this month. Mm-hmm. And this episode, we are actually going to be talking about self-love. Mm. But... I didn't want to – yeah, I know I'm one of the people. I can't stand when people think, like, self-love and self-discovery is, like, a beautiful journey.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I
0: hate when people paint that picture because that was my expectation going into this whole thing. Like, so
1: – So naive.
0: Don't you judge me. <laughs> I've been naive all my life, I feel like. I
1: think viewers or listeners, I'm, they starting to realize that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I thought it was, like – Oh, it's so pretty! It's foot massages and getting my manny yeah. panties, panty. <laughs> my panty. <laughs> so <new> panties, panties. Hey, getting new panties. self-love too. I uh, meant manny petty. Okay, I like a good Victoria's Secret sale. <laughs> and it's like, even though all those things are great, like that's not really the it's like much deeper than that, right? And so that's what we are going to be getting in today. And so, like I tell y'all every episode, I know we go over so we going to jump right into it but before we do we are going to have a moment with Ray.
1: All right guys so once again we're doing black um his this black history month so we're doing black history facts um and I thought this week since we're talking about black love or not black love goodness self love <laughs> I think cuz I'm looking at him and he fine and he black. <laughs> he got me he got me distracted.
0: Discombobulated.
1: <laughs> but since we're talking about um self love feel like he kind of goes into it Mm -hmm. so who we're talking about is actually dr michael obang i believe that's how you said his last name obing obang he's from africa but he's the doctor who helped the girl with the Gorilla Glue hair. Mm-hmm. And he did it
0: free, right? He yeah, did it pro for bono. free. Pro, pro bono. not know. Yes.
1: I know he making good money. Because <laughs> say he in the surgery center at Beverly Hills, I might go see him.
0: Beverly Hills, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> making some
1: good money. He probably did Kim Kardashian and shit. <laughs> probably. But um, the reason why I feel like he ties into self-love is just because um, – the girl with the Gorilla Glue hair, obviously, she was trying to give herself some self-love and do her own hair, <laughs> mm-hmm. and baby fucked up. Oh,
0: and bad. What was baby doing?
1: Woo. Bless her heart. She thought it was the... Gr- so, she thought it was the actual... So, there's a Gorilla Glue hair stuff, like, gorilla, it's called mm-hmm. Gorilla mm-hmm. Snot, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. actually gel, and mm-hmm. she thought that was the same stuff, so she just used it in her hair, but what she used mm-hmm. was, like, stuff mm-hmm. to use for, like, mm-hmm. laminate flooring mm-hmm. and, like
0: yeah Baby, read the labels i was like girl that
1: one what it said."
0: <laughs> whole, oh so shout out month. to yeah but how's she gonna her? try to sue gorilla glue because she didn't know which one
1: no well we're not even talking about her she's not a part of black history for this <laughs> that's the bad part of black history go, we're gonna
0: honor my <laughs>
1: dr michael O'Bang for his um uh, prestigious work absolutely um, and then might I add, he is very fine. <laughs> he is very fine. He's only 40 years old. I got to look him old, up because she didn't
0: tell us twice now. He
1: mm-hmm. is. And I'm. it might be his, it might be, because I seen a couple pictures earlier. I was like, I, I wasn't too thrilled. And it's not this one that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. But the other ones, I was like, he could, he might be a model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he might be a model. I heard he was very, like, philanthropic well mm, he looks so. like it in his picture Who like he talking about something good i <laughs> listen <laughs> mm. um but he love when people get back Uh he a
0: husband Aww. look at you talking about somebody husband. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm married too <laughs> we can we can always <laughs> fantasize you know <laughs> there's nothing wrong with looking right ain't nothing wrong with it but i just wanted to honor him this month um in the community i'll throw in some um i'm gonna look for some actual unknown facts about him since i mean
0: because i bet you there's some um, some really interesting ones as i'm looking
1: over his stuff it looks like he's quite an amazing doctor um so real quick, he participated in the e reality, uh, TV show Second Wives Club. I don't know what that show is. So if y'all have watched it, I'm not. I don't like ETV. You yeah. know, I
0: ain't watched it. No, you ain't it.
1: Mm-mm. I don't care for reality TV you shows. Why, but he's so. a Beverly Hills surgical, yeah, uh, plastic surgery doctor. So it makes sense. Yeah, I'm sure he's done a lot of that for a lot of them out there mm-hmm. little ugly ducklings <laughs> <laughs> like come here girl let me fix you <laughs> got something for you
0: so that'll wrap up the moment with ray Alrighty, so we are going to go ahead and jump into our topics of discussion so back to you know our roundtable that i'm so happy to get back to Kay. so first question have you always practiced self-love if so what does that look like to you So I will go first because, you know, I usually do not. (laughs) Um, Have I always practiced self-love? Hell no. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. And completely transparency, I am still absolutely 100% terrible at it. Um, And I think it's because, well, one thing too, um, I guess what my perception and idea of self-love is constantly changing. Mm -hmm. Um, As I'm getting a little older, I'm starting to appreciate what self-love is as I'm getting older. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at one point in time I thought of it in an artificial way. Um, Mm. you know, doing your hair, your nails, Mm -hmm. all of that. I thought it was, but not the take time for you. Make sure you're at peace. Make sure that you heal. Um, I didn't really think about it like that until like I got to a moment of being unhappy. Right. And then that's when I had to dig a little deeper. Um, so currently, and again, I'm still learning with the self-love. Um, what does that look like to me? So definitely, like, I have a lot of stuff going on every day. Yeah, I know I got a lot of kids. So for me, honestly, it's like making sure you get that moment for you. Um, trying to do something for me every day. Um, trying to listen to my body more. So in doing something for me every day, it's not always something that's, what, like an hour long. Sometimes I don't have an hour. Right. Um, but sometimes it could just be running that that bubble bath, you know, the whole my peace, creating lighting your candles, making that your little sanctuary. Just I'm not gonna be anything for anybody. I'm just gonna be Amber right now. Yeah. Sometimes it's that for me. Um, sometimes it's uh waking up early in the morning. So that is the time of day that I can really love on myself more like do my goals do my affirmations it's early in the morning um and sometimes I get away from it because i be like I just want (laughs) to sleep but if I don't get up in the morning then my kids is up people got questions and even if I tell them to go away it's not as peaceful as knowing that nobody's up to even want you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so for me in the morning time is when I am able to practice love more just because I don't have that pressure or anybody else's presence. Um, For me, it's also like reading. Mm -hmm. Um, I love to read, but I'm also starting to get into more of the – so right now my biggest thing is like I love business books and um, self-help books, but I say that like –
1: To a degree. To
0: a degree. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I say self-help, it's like the financial – um books like your dave ramsey books Mm -hmm. stuff like that is still like helping for you but i don't really care to like do the self-help books where it's like how can i explain it the books that be like okay this is what you need to do like right if you're having this issue in your relationship it's because you need to right blah 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 blah. like those are not the type of self-help books I personally I just personally don't enjoy those ones I kind of like the ones that give you like tools and resources to implement um so for me personally that's just kind of what it looks like but I'm also in a very hectic time Mm -hmm. so I feel like with my self-love I've kind of gotta be more strategic Mm -hmm. I guess with my self love versus just and that's something that I'm trying to get better at because it should be one of them things like no matter what, I'm not giving this up for anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. But just based off of my schedule, I don't think that I'm quite there. Like I still got some other things I need to move around or get off my plate so that I can have that as a definite this is what it is. Yeah. So that's what I'm working to. Uh, Ray, what about you?
1: I just knew you was not gonna go to K first.
0: <laughs> 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 um
1: so have I always practiced self-love? I will say yes. Um, to some extent I have. Um, I've kind of always been a selfish person and not in a bad way. But um, my mom, I bring her up too much. <laughs> <laughs> but she really is like the reason why I practice self-love. Um, because she like instilled it in me at a very early age, even when I didn't want it. Um mm. Cause being a tomboy, like I did not care to get my hair done. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand the value she would, or even if like we were going to the beauty salon, I just like, what's the point? I'm about to go outside, play football and mess it all up. Right. So like, I didn't get it. Um, I, I like, I really didn't understand like the value she was instilling in me at the moment when she was doing all this. Um, I get it now. <laughs> like she would tell me, like one thing. My mom would always tell me growing up was like, as soon as I would get my, hair, this is like one thing, like. Um, as soon as I would get my hair done, she would, like, treat your hair like it's gold. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> "You're so crazy." I was like, girl, if you don't put this stuff in
1: a ponytail, let me go. <laughs> um, and then, like, my mom would always want to see me dressed up. And, mm-hmm. like, we've had this discussion um, recently, too. Like, she would always want to see me in dresses, and dresses weren't my thing, or, like, really floral patterns mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. It just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. But... Because it made her happy, like, I would go ahead and go along with it. um, And it, it did rub off, um, like, thankfully. It rubbed <laughs> off into my adult years, into my teenage years. Because as I became a teenager, I started doing my own hair, taking time for me to uh, really cater to myself. Now, I've never really been too much into nails personally like i like nails don't get mm-hmm. me wrong but i've never been the girl to be like i need a set like mm-hmm. i need this i had them i think i had like maybe a phase here and there but i lose track of them I, it, they pop off and then my nails don't <laughs> they're they not they really not for me um so like that whole part hasn't been for me but then um i've always been um a person who i'm not a gym rat but i love the gym And I think the reason why I started loving the gym is because I did have that moment of nobody's dependent on me. Um, Becoming a mom at 17, I didn't get that for years. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't have a break. And um, having two kids at 21, like, I didn't get a break, really. Um, I was constantly working. Uh, My husband was in school. So, like, our life was just crazy. And so, like, when I started going to the gym, it became that outlet for me. And I feel like that was when I start feeling like I was at least taking care of myself. Right. Um, even if it was just getting on a treadmill and or doing the elliptical, like at least I was getting out of the house or getting away or something, um, something that just wasn't related to anybody else other than myself. Right. And um, even if it was just going out with friends, that was another way I think I catered to myself in a way. Mm-hmm. Um Drinking is not healthy, you guys. (laughs) But just that moment to get away and breathe, um, Mm -hmm. that does wonders for yourself uh, regardless. Like, I would, there was also a moment in time where I would just go on walks. Like, I love the summertime. I love Mm -hmm. springtime. I love, kind of love fall. I'm not a fan of fall only because it starts, (laughs) only because it's starting to get cold. Yeah. And that's when you start getting sick and shit. (laughs) But... My thing was um, for a while, and I told myself I was actually going to start getting back into this this year because school and work right now is crazy for me. Um, just going on my nature walks again. Mm-hmm. I love nature. I love walking trails. I like actually going to a park and walking and with my dog. Like I used to do it with my other dog a long time ago. Um, and I really, really love the like the quietness. Like I don't need AirPods. That's I don't saying. need anything else. I just need quiet. And, um, I feel like that's what that, like, that's what self-love is to me. Like just taking that time for yourself, um, Mm -hmm. and really kind of gathering your thoughts. Cause I feel like in the world we live in, like we don't get to do that often. Mm -hmm. Um, cause it can, it can be getting your hair done or doing your hair and doing, you know, little cosmetic things for yourself. Absolutely. That's self-love that's self-care, but it's also that meditation that mentally taking care of yourself is super important to me too
0: and I think that's the difference between the self-care and the self-love like I feel like depending on depending on the situation they definitely they're affiliates you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. but like self-love does not mean self-care you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying because that's like when people are like okay so for instance, like I said, I used to think of self-love in an artificial way. Mm-hmm. Like, if my hair was done, if my nails was done, my eyebrows are done, you know, I look decent, then I was practicing self-love, but I wasn't doing the part that Ray just mentioned. I wasn't doing the mental journey of it. Right. And so, it was like I took care of myself on the outside, but not on the inside.
2: Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I think that's where the, it kind of comes together. And then I also wanted to make a quick statement of the difference of... um. Like, practicing self-love and loving yourself. Like, I've never, ever had an issue of, like, loving me, being confident in who I am, um, like, being who I truly am. Like, that part I've never had an issue with. Yes. But actually loving on myself, mm-hmm. like, actually challenging some of my thoughts and some of my ways that I've been programmed to be. That's the part of, like, my self-love journey that I feel like I did not do like I was just like I love me okay yeah I'm confident because just like Ray brought up her mom from my journey that's what it was it was you are beautiful you're wonderfully made I had a God mom that would always tell me treat your body like your temple like things like that is what was instilled in me so it was just like this is me this is who I am I love her I appreciate her but I don't think that I ever did anything outside of that it was just like that's it and I think it worked for me until a certain point, and then I feel like as you grow, you gotta continuously monitor how you give yourself self-love based off what you need.
1: I don't say it's not mentally and emotionally um stimulating for yourself mm-hmm. to like only focus on like the cosmetic journey mm-hmm. um although the cosmetic journey is. It, like that's important too i don't want to um, undermine it at all um because it definitely i i feel like it plays a big part in like your self-esteem and it goes along with everything else with your mentality with your um
0: confidence you just walk different you know? yeah
1: like even if i go to the gym it's the funniest stuff <laughs> like these little <laughs> memes i'll be seeing it's like that day you or you just go to the gym and you come back and you all in the mirror like I I did them squats. Like, look at that booty.
0: It's sitting up. I know my husband used to hate when I was going to the gym. You ain't doing nothing. I'm like, you see it. That's about five pounds. It just worked (laughs) off. I know you see that. Okay. Okay. What you got for us?
3: I absolutely um, haven't always had self-love. I've always been the person who... um, pretty much, I thought of myself last, you know, Mm -hmm. I've always felt like I've, you know, I've been a protector and or, you know, someone to, you know, the shoulder or, or, or whatever. Um, you know, I help raise my, my siblings. So I've always been kind of been the mama hen a little bit. Um, when you have parents who, you know, work, um, mom, dad, stepmom work. So, you know, I had to pick up that slack. So I think I, I learned that, Early in life Mm -hmm. to be last, and Mm -hmm. it it wasn't their fault. It's just life, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. And when you grow up like that, when you become an adult, that didn't doesn't automatically just go away. Mm -hmm. So then, when you get into romantic relationships and stuff like that, you you kind of carry that that over, and it becomes unhealthy, Mm -hmm. right? You know what I mean? Because all you're you're thinking about is the other person's happiness and and what you need to do to keep them happy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, your happiness is last. And sometimes it's too late before you realize, like, dang, like I was I was trying to make sure that person was happy, but
0: I wasn't happy, mm-hmm. you know right. what I mean? And so. And that I becomes to, a problem within itself. Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm. I had to learn that the hard way. Um, I, I would call myself a serial mon- monogamous. So, like, um, I've had long relationships and, That has always definitely kind of been an issue, Um, not putting myself before the other person Mm -hmm. or whatever. But as I've gotten older, um, I've learned that that is not healthy, and it's it's. uh, I'm finally with someone who's will stop me and be like, "That's not healthy."
2: Right. Yeah,
3: I'm glad that yes, (laughs) T. I'm glad that you want to make me happy, but are you happy? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you want to do this, but how's that going to affect your plans for this
2: or
0: that right. or that's whatever. That's saying that you really got somebody and to love you too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Um. So yeah, self-love has always been a little bit of a an issue for me. But like you said, um, Amber, um, as I've gotten older, like I've I've st- I've learned that. Um, just like I don't have any children, but like you know, I you always hear you know if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. So I've I've come to the conclusion that just be you know if one of us isn't happy this is not a happy relationship right or or um uh, you're letting yourself down Mm -hmm. so um i'm still learning to have Mm -hmm. self-love
2: i think we all are i
3: think it's a continuous journey yeah and you know some people look at me crazy like like why would you want to be like that and it's just like i know for me it's natural you know what i mean Um, but I, I know that, you know, in certain situations I deserve more or, um, and the only person
0: holding me back is me
2: when
3: it comes to
0: it. So, so currently with where you're at with the self-love and like knowing like, okay, so now you obviously, you have identified the problem, right? And so now it's like, what, okay, so what does self look like? What does self love look like to you? Like, what? How do you want to practice that? What do you think that you need to do in order to love on yourself and give yourself that sense of peaceful sensation?
3: Um, f- for me, it's just uh, I love love anyway. Mm-hmm. So when someone I love gives me these little nuggets of, you know, uh, that I need to think of me you know what i mean it's um, they're almost aha moments because mm-hmm. it's almost like i'm like in a hazy yeah should see her finger you know what i mean yeah like <laughs> i feel like i'm always in a little little hazy something something and then somebody says you know okay you should do that or you should do this or what are you interested in and
0: i tell them i'm just like ah i do like to do that
3: you know, know this is
0: the the image i'm getting What's some little animals that you would hit uh, like whack-a-mole? Yeah. Whack-a-mole? <laughs> there we go, whack a That's what it was making me think of when you say the little aha moment. Like somebody say something, you the little poke you a little up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like,
3: what you say? Yeah. It <laughs> just perk up my mind a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, I, it's, wow, like, I'm still learning, like I said. Um, mm-hmm. um I just started a journey uh, that's been really tough for me the last couple of months with my health. Um, but I'm just learning to have self love with my health. Um So that, is that
1: like um you sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no problem. Um, so does that mean like okay, you saying like for your health, like is that you just going to the doctor more, paying more attention to your body and like being more in um what do you call it? Uh more in tune?
3: Yeah, it's definitely being more in tune with my body. Um I had I had a surgery in December that had some complications, as Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm learning now still to this minute um, to appreciate my good days um, and for me to um, appreciate when I feel well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't you don't appreciate your health or feeling well until it's
1: gone. That's true. I don't and know, I'm sorry. It made me think of when you sick with a cold and you'd be like, I can't breathe. I should have took some days <laughs> Should them days for
0: granted. Yep. I swear that's, you that's,
1: start, the only, <laughs> that's the only thing I start thinking about, I'm sorry. But I be hating that feeling, so I can't imagine. But yeah.
0: it'd Ooh. be little shit too, like I could hurt my finger and I was just like, Oh, I didn't realize how important well, this was. finger
3: was. Exactly. It was gone. Until mm-hmm. until your health is no longer a one, you don't think about it, and, right? And um, yeah, man, I, I this it'll forever change me. It will forever, um, make me think about my health or and the and the health of my loved ones, mm-hmm. um, around me differently, and I, I'll never ever take it for granted ever again, you know, because it's been rough.
0: Yeah, I can like Ray said, I can only even imagine, and I. Go, have gone through my own health issues but yeah. I feel like everybody's is different yeah. and I think we all do end up having those moments where it's like life is precious yes like, it really is precious it Absolutely. can be taken so quickly like and just getting to that point of oh yeah bitch you got to do better yeah mm-hmm. you got to you got to take care of this body because even though our body is like it's amazing you only get and, one. Uh, and Sissy, she might throw some medical turns out, y'all. So <laughs> don't you judge me. I'm going to explain it the best way I can. But, you know, your systems are put in place to actually protect. And, like, your all your little systems in your skin to protect mm-hmm. your organs and all that good stuff and mm-hmm. fight off infections. And it's amazing what the human body can do yeah. in all of our um, defense mechanisms. But then it's also like, oh, my God, there's so many ways that it can fuck up, too. Yeah, <laughs> it's man. Like Absolutely. You just got to really take it.
1: much yeah, shit, our right, integumentary, our skin. Look at her.
0: Look at her. I only did that on purpose because <laughs> you said I would do it.
1: Um, but you know how much our skin like takes, like how much damage our skin literally takes on the day-to-day basis? Yes. It's ridiculous how much shit we fight off i'm in microbiology right now y'all so (laughs) (laughs) and a health assessment so i'm taking it's a lot of shit at once but listen our bodies like the more it's it's crazy like to look at on a like a microscopic level Mm -hmm. how much shit like we pass through our system Mm -hmm. like y'all worry about covid Y'all worry about COVID. Y'all know how much many how many viruses <laughs> is out there. Like, yeah, this is why I kind of hate taking biology because I be like, oh, that shit's so
0: nasty. Yeah, like you start being yeah. skeptical of everything.
1: I like I oh, I hate it. And then, but then it'd just be like, I mean, but we live with this shit all the time. Like, yeah, if people, this is for y'all own benefit, so y'all know, cause. The hospital is, and this is honestly why you were probably going through a lot of shit you were going through, because the hospital is the number one place you're going to get an infection. Absolutely. So y'all rushing to the damn doctors and the hospitals trying to uh, Nasty. get the COVID, like, see if you got COVID. Stay your ass at home. If you ain't got symptoms, stay your ass at home. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because you're bringing that shit to the hospital, and we clean so much that basically they're super bugs mm-hmm. that develop, and you're easier, you're more susceptible to get shit than you are anywhere else mm-hmm. keep your asses at home right <laughs> sorry side note tired of side this COVID note. shit. <laughs> <laughs> wear your mask a little maintenance <laughs> <there>. <laughs> i'd be tired of i gotta deal with questions every day i'm like
0: whew. but i think talking about the health part and taking care of yourself is a huge um component of discussing self-love like yeah. it, it should be and if you're not Doing that, like, and I know a lot of us fall um, fall victim to our schedule. Yes. Like, oh, I can't get to the gym because yeah. I got to get right the now. kids picked up or I need to make sure I get my – all this extra bullshit. Yeah. But let our girlfriend call us Saturday. Right. You want to go out. Oh, girl, for six hours, I'm good. <laughs> exactly. All I need is six hours. Or let your job tell you they pay you double right. time and a half. You clocking in. Oh, that used to be me. Straight in. Bad. You okay. know, it was me bad. Like, <laughs> wait, you gonna pay me? Ah, yeah, I'm there. I had to learn that shit was not worth it. Not yeah. worth it. Oh my God, it's not worth it. Because oh, then, bad. especially if you are not. So, my dumbass, when I was pulling doubles and I was working for the money, mm-hmm. I was not proactively putting that money up. My dumbass mm-hmm. will look at my, because I was not financially responsible when I was working, I would be like, Cool, I got an extra $500. What am right. I about to go do with it? Mm-hmm. Because I learned to live off of my regular check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So any money I got above that, I was just like, oh, that's, that's play, extra, money. play money. Yeah. I wouldn't even account for that. Cool. That'd and so heavy. it's just like it's not worth it because then you're drained, you're depleted. If you're not financially sound, then you broke again. Yep. And so all of that was worth, like, nothing.
1: I will say even more to add to that, um, it kind of got brought up in, like, the last conversation. It, I think it was the crew conversation, actually. Um, because A.O. tried to say, like, oh, these two quit a job. And I ain't really say nothing on that part. But, so, um, my, I quit jobs. Like, I've held my same job for a couple years now. But I also know when it's time to go. Like, and Mm -hmm. I had to learn that for myself from a very early age. Like, what I'm willing to put up with. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, Sissy, like, I'm not willing to put up with shit in a relationship, let alone, these are people I don't even care about, right. right? And I know you don't care about me, right? And that's something I learned very, very early, early on. Like I'm not stressing myself out about no job that don't give two shits about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a part. That's another part of self love that people completely miss is mm-hmm. just because this job is so great paying and this job is like all these benefits and I've left like I've left quite a few jobs that were well worth the money and well worth the benefits and well worth everything that came along with it pretty much up until a certain point. When you got, to, when you get to degrading me, yeah. when you get to treating me like I'm just replaceable, mm-hmm. that'd be the one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be the one for me. I'm like, Oh, so you? I don't mean shit. Um, or feeling like my voice does not matter. Yeah. Like within a company, those are like the things that matter to me. Um, when it gets to that part for me, my internal Organs just go crazy. <laughs> I can't, it don't sit like, it just doesn't sit well with me. And then I know I'm not, ha- then what plays into that is I'm not happy. Yes. Like mentally, I'm not happy. I'm going somewhere where I'm, I don't feel like I'm fulfilling what I need to. Like, it's just not working out. Mm-hmm. And then I need to leave because if I keep on, I know I'll be more and more unhappy. That's just going to play out into my own personal life. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: That's even more
1: issues. Like,
0: it's crazy that you brought that up because I know even on that podcast, the the crew love episode, mm-hmm. um, I was like, I think there's pros and cons to both. Mm-hmm. Like obviously um, there's pros of being with a company and mm-hmm. uh, absolutely staying with it, but there's also those pros of leaving a company mm-hmm. and making sure that you do what's right for you. And that's where that whole self love and that mental journey is so mm-hmm. important because you have to know Which decision is right for you. Absolutely. And then it's amazing that you just brought this up because me and Kay was just talking about that prior to recording. Mm. We were talking about um, knowing when to leave a company because typically companies get over on people that stay there. Yes. um, For years because you start giving people like, oh, you've got a 5% merit increase. Mm -hmm. Because you spent a whole three hundred and sixty five days, and it's like, bro, you know how many hours i done clocked for this company, right? Right. You and you got the nerve to 5%, give me five yep. percent, or people be hype about their little fifty. I won't say little because for some people I know, it, it makes a difference. But you, we get we get conditioned to get excited and hype about over that raise. 50 yeah. fifty cent to a dollar raise. Right. Yeah, we like, oh yeah, that's you know that's eighty dollars on my next check, yeah. right? And it's like, but. What expectations from this company comes with that raise? You know what I'm saying? But typically you get, um, honestly, people sell themselves short by not shopping around, by not going to another job. And it's something that me personally, like I felt victim. I was just telling Kay that I got to a point of, oh, I'm remote. I got this unlimited PTO. Like we have Mm -hmm. this flexibility. Like I can, I can decide right now, like, you know what, I'm clocking out at, one o'clock on Friday to mm-hmm. next week, or you know what? I'm not going to work on Wednesday and then I'll just work late on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I have that control in my schedule, but then it's like, I'm also the person that sometimes I'm up at six and log off at 6. PM too. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, does your, Pros really outweigh your cons. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think we get so conditioned because society or this company has hyped up these benefits Mm -hmm. that you forget what you're sacrificing to have those benefits. Yeah, Like, yeah, you can make your own schedule. You should be able to if you just pull two doubles this week. You know what I'm saying? But I think we get so conditioned of you should be grateful. And I blame part of the generation before us. Yep. As far as putting that mindset of oh girl you better you better thank God you better job. keep yeah. that job yeah. oh, honey good. you got all them benefits oh girl think about them babies girl
1: it's other yeah. companies going pay me just as much or more right. and give me even better benefits like it's always that gener- more yeah that generation X mm-hmm. yeah but I
0: think it's that you know the negativity is always louder mm-hmm. so you typically have people like that because people are fearful and a lot of people live out of fear and you want to get to the point where you're comfortable like comfortable is like comfortability is like the worst thing yes. for people. Like, it is terrible. Yeah. Like, we like to be comfortable because it feels secure and it feels safe. Um, like, even with myself, like, even if I was to move up in my job, I still know quite a bit about my company because I've been there. So, even a new position is not really super unfamiliar. It's not right. really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Versus if I was to leave this place that I've been at for five years and go somewhere elsewhere... Even if I still was in project management, it's like, I don't know about that. Like, I ain't got the same connections. I ain't got the same plugs. I ain't got Mm -hmm. this. I don't really know if I'm going to like it there. But that stops you from that huge jump in your salary Mm -hmm. because you're comfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? so I personally love that about you, that it's like, you know what? Not for me. Yep. I'm out. Just like I've always loved with Ray that she is willing to try something that is something, I don't care if we talking food, I don't care if we talking a lifestyle. I'm a foodie at heart. Bruh, I love you food. want me to try something? Yeah. <laughs> and you want me to do it, like, right on the spot? Right. Girl, give me a few days. I need about 72
3: <laughs> 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 business days, honey. She said 72 business
1: days. I I'm, wow. I need a wow. Let's revisit <laughs> this
0: next year, okay? Ooh.
1: Why are we on topic of the jobs, though? I never quit a job and I had something backed up, though. Just so y'all know that. There you go. Like... That's something I knew, like it, being strategic about it. Yeah, I was like, now there's been one time where that's happened, but um, matter of fact, it's been twice that that's happened. But it was, it was issues around it. But I still got a job within a month. Like I, I've never been without a job longer than a month. Like I know, I think that's the part of self love too that people have to learn is like knowing your worth within a relationship, within a job, within pretty much anything you do. Like know your worth um probably one of my biggest eye openers for that was um a few years ago I think I told you about her um my supervisor um at the time she was probably the best supervisor I've ever had like Mm -hmm. literally never had an issue with her and I me and her still follow each other on Facebook and snap and everything to this day what she did to me was so like phenomenal Mm -hmm. so the company we worked for she had been with the company for over 10 years and literally the only black supervisor, Mm -hmm. um, there were three supervisors. She was the only black woman. She literally took on everybody's job of the three black supervisors. Like if there was something that they couldn't figure out, they didn't understand she was doing their spreadsheets, her spreadsheets and some like when I say that company literally was dependent on her and they Mm -hmm. didn't realize it, like they were dependent on her and whole time so towards her end we didn't know it was her end she had been talking to um another company I almost said their name <laughs> <laughs> she had been talking to another company for quite some time and she kept on a hush as she should have right. um until it was time to negotiate she knew her worth this whole time and when it came to negotiation uh, what was crazy is so probably like a month before she announced her departure We had, um, as a team, we didn't know she was leaving. As a team, at that company, you can nominate people for this big award, and it's like they get this huge bonus. So she actually won. Mm -hmm. She got the most nominees or whatever, and she was, like, so thankful because out of the 10-plus years she had been there, she had never felt that appreciated. And for it to Mm -hmm. come from her own team, she was just like, this is amazing. And then she she ended up opening up to me, and she was like, I hate that I'm leaving now or whatever. Right. So once the company found out she was leaving – They were like, oh, no, like, you know, what do you need to stay? So she was like, okay, well, she wrote down a number. They gave her, (laughs) this was so player to me. So she wrote down a number. They were like, okay, we can do that. She was like, that's not even half of what the other company is willing to give me. And so she gave, she told them the actual number. I don't know if it was double or triple, but it was a lot, lot more. Yeah. They were like, we were not, we're not able to do it. She's like, you're not able to do it. I can't do it. Well, come to, like, her sec, almost her second day of leaving, they came up with an offer for her and were, like, here, and they were going to actually match it. She was like, no. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it took y'all that long to realize. She was like, and even still y'all don't realize how much y'all need me. But it took y'all up until my second-to-last day right. to even come up with that offer. No. Mm-hmm. She is doing great. She's traveling okay. the world for that company. Yeah. Like, she's doing amazing. <laughs> but I was just like – Girl, I ain't never seen a black woman negotiate the hell out of a position mm-hmm. like that and then still turn their asses down. Girl and no, the I bonus was, about
3: it. Yeah, it's a no for me.
1: Okay. Ooh, okay. I was like the Don't bonus was it. amazing at that. I was like That's one I'm
0: gonna oh, stress yourself.
1: Girl, I said you gonna <laughs> leave they just gave you all that money you ain't going okay. I actually mm-hmm. just
0: had um a lady, uh she's a black woman and she's in HR. And um matter of fact, I had two because well, Amber. You know, she a friend, though. Mm-hmm. But I also had another lady that's a black woman in HR when I was telling her about, you know, just I think it's healthy for everybody to um, just look at the, like, on Glassdoor, the market analysis. Yeah. Like, I think it took me, I took me, what, five years to do one for myself? Because, mm-hmm. again, like, you get conditioned at your employer, mm-hmm. you know, looking at what their prices are on their jobs, and you start getting conditioned thinking that that's what you're worth. Yeah. Yeah. And so everybody should do market analysis. Um, Glassdoor has a tool that you can do for free. Mm -hmm. And you go on there just to see what is your, um, like, how can you market yourself? Like, what would other people pay you or whatever? And then also you can, on LinkedIn, you can see what other people in your area is doing. Like, what certificates do they have? What, blah, 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 blah. But um, she told me that oftentimes... Black women don't negotiate because of our upbringing. You feel like you are blessed to have a certain job that would require you to negotiate. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. some jobs, like, ain't no negotiation. This is just what it is. Right. Once you get to a level of actually negotiating, us as black women are conditioned to think that, oh, we're grateful to be in this position. At all. That we just accept the offer Mm. that is given to us. They said it is over a 70% rate that we do not negotiate. Yep. Like, don't even come back with a counter. Yep, like not at all. Just play. Yep, thank you, sir. Thank you, Mm -hmm. master.
1: Right, I appreciate it. Sound like my friend husband. He hate and he's a he's entrepreneur. You talking about entrepreneur? Like that is entrepreneur to the core. But he got on us about that. Like when we were talking to our job about negotiating, he was like he got on the phone with our boss. Like he was talking (laughs) for his wife, but he got on the phone with her and told he's like she's a slave. Like told her straight out. I was like he talking to the boss, (laughs) but. It was so crazy that, because our boss was a white woman, but she couldn't, like, knock anything that he was mm-hmm. saying. She was like, no, you're right. She was, she was like, you're absolutely right. And she she was, she was kind of slow. And so, <laughs> like, I was like, ain't no way he'd talk to me like that. But mm-hmm. um, she also wasn't in charge of the pay, wage, pay wages and everything like that. But she was just like, no, you're absolutely right. Like, black women don't negotiate, and yeah. then they're upset when they are. Only it's making different. this, and then they mm-hmm. find out that so and so is making nineteen dollars an hour, and this person's making fourteen. Right, and it's just like, well, why am I making fourteen? Right, blah blah blah. Yeah,
0: and it's so crazy because that's where a lot of that speculation is. Like, oh, they're racist; they don't treat black people the way they treat other people, and that can be very well be true in some situation. But in some situations, it's just because we weren't taught we
1: to weren't negotiate, to we, weren't to, taught to yeah. we weren't taught
0: to expect, we weren't taught to. like nah that don't sound right you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like i'm gonna need this if i'm gonna stay here or Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take my black ass over there right like that's not what we were taught just like Mm -hmm. earlier it's like nah girl you need to stay there they got them benefits for them babies right keep your ass there yeah you better shut up and sit down (laughs) (laughs) like you don't know what you got yeah so that was definitely a good one um i'm kind of jumping around here on the questions you guys um we talk a lot about self-reflecting on the show how has self-reflecting benefited you when it comes to the way you love yourself? Kay.
1: She was over she here said, making noise. I, said,
0: <laughs> Did you you should have seen her eyes? Like, I try to hurry up and cut over at her. <laughs> I felt bad for calling her name when I looked over there because she looks so like, don't don't call on me. <laughs> Girl, I was trying to hurry up and read can, the question you, over. While yeah, she can listening. you repeat the question? Uh we talk a lot about self-reflecting on the show. Mm-hmm. How has how has self-reflecting benefited you when it comes to the way you love yourself? Um, Self-reflection helps
3: me to realize where, how, where I've come from. You know what I mean? Um, From when it comes to where I, I felt I was personally, um, in college to what I am now right. what I've learned from life relationships friendships um f- family curses whatever um
0: hey people be sleeping on the lessons from friendships too oh yes like sometimes them Abs- motherfuckers be hurting more than anything else
3: absolutely I, you know I my best friend just 4 or 5 years ago was not no longer my best friend right now Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. like you know having that self reflection is it it tells you you know life's short Mm -hmm. um life is short so you might as well be on top Mm -hmm. you you might as well be the best you can be Mm -hmm. because you know life is you can be gone tomorrow Mm -hmm. and like we were saying before we started um recording amber you were talking about you know if i died today i'd be pissed
0: pissed pissed.
3: off (laughs) i'd be pissed be up Talk there like the, god you ripped me <laughs> off I, mean, <laughs> I wasn't done yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um so sadly that he, happens though yeah mm-hmm. yeah you every day you see younger people dying every day and it's it's insane it's scary mm-hmm. um but i think self-reflection is a huge tool to get you to where you need to be right um You know, I I felt like for the last couple of years I've just kind of been going through the motions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I didn't realize until um, I got with someone who's very very um, driven. Driven. That damn! I thought I was driven. No. Oh, <laughs> okay, you ain't driven. You, mm-hmm. you know, you're not as driven as you think not you too, are. Right. You know, I had a lot of big ideas and. You know, doing research, but I also had a lot of okay. After that, it just kind of fizzles out. You know right. what I mean? There was no completion. You mm-hmm. know, no follow through, um, and um, it's crazy how how someone can teach you things that you um, you thought you knew. Yep, um, that part, and it's in. It, it's not even that relationship. It's always, it's it's also, you know, seeing my parents. You know, they're getting older. Mm-hmm. And.
0: Oh, that's been a lesson um, for me, baby.
3: They are getting older. And, you know, you sit and you listen to them and what they've been through and what they allowed to happen or not allowed to happen um, throughout their lifetime. And learning from those mistakes through just through conversation mm-hmm. just so you don't have to go through what they went through, mm-hmm. you know, and um, that is, that is, that is such a, an important tool. I think I don't feel like we, as I, I'm going to say I'm, I'm technically a millennial, his um, millennials, we don't, I, I don't think we, um, we talk to our parents enough in depth about what they had to go through um, yeah. to get where they were they're at now or where they were at the peak of their life mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like we don't really we, we, we tend to think that our parents are just like so old or that that life has changed so much that their life no longer um, equates to ours because our society is so different um, yeah. I think we can learn from those trials and tribulations you know that it's
0: interesting that you say that because I wonder where the disconnect happened because I remember sitting at the foot of my grandmother Mm
2: -hmm. and and
0: listening to her stories and her trials and tribulations and you know like my grandmother again talking about like black history and what was passed on to us from generations Mm -hmm. they thought that they were instilling something into us saying you be grateful for that job and you go and you work that 40 hours and yes stuff like that that was my grandmother my grandmother was also very adamant about take your ass to school Mm -hmm. because she came from the generation where that's a privilege Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying you go to school you know you go get this degree and stuff like that but I was more interested in sitting at my grandmother's feet versus and my mother sat at her mother's feet but then there was a disconnect with me and my mother yes um and not just seeing me and my mom but that generation yeah I think that's a generational thing but I wonder why that disconnect is i was gonna say i think sorry
1: sorry go ahead um i th- honestly i think it's um grandparents aren't grandparents if that makes sense like grandparents don't grandparent the way they used to yeah Yes. um so like even if that means like grandparents are in their 40s now like grandparents yeah. aren't grandparents you know what i mean like your daughter and you can rel- honestly go through the exact same thing like if you're 40 years old and your daughter's 20 years old you Mm -hmm. literally are going through this exact same shit um and i think
0: people are growing up with their kids nowadays so i think
1: that's the disconnect and then for so long especially within the black community i can't say within any other community but we don't talk at some point we just grew not to talk to each other which is why i feel like mental health has been such a big push lately is because we bottle so much you know, such shit. There's thing
0: you know. is asking why in the black mm-hmm. asshole. Because yeah. I said so. Because I said so. I, said so. <laughs> I, said so. I still do that. You, a child, you don't need to know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very toxic.
1: Um, Because <laughs> <laughs> I do that. But I'll correct I've them later. I've gotten better at it. I'll correct them later. It's just, I. it comes off rude. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 completely honest. I'll be ready to cave your chest in. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I, honestly, I feel like those are the disconnects. I feel like there's so much shit because even the generation before, like our grandparents, like I feel like mm-hmm. because that was the generation of sweeping things under the rug mm-hmm. that it transferred over to the their kids and yeah. then it became a disconnect of communication. Like, yes. well, you can't talk about that with me. You can't, like we can't talk about this. Or, you know, talk to your friends. I'm yeah. not your friend. You know, like it was always those responses, even if you did grow up in an open, open household, there are still things that is like once you got to, especially women, like it's so weird to me that this is a thing in black households, but like, especially for women, it was like, you got it. Yeah. You Like you yeah. got it. Like there was no catering to you once you become 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that is so many layers to it, but I feel like there's, that was like the disconnect is just the generation itself.
0: See, I used to feel like that, but I guess, like, there was also the studies of, like, you know, for instance, okay, they are talking about how, like, this generation, they're not having kids. Like, yeah, they it started with millennials. Yeah, with well, us. that's what I mean. I yeah, mean it started with us. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like they're not having kids the way the, our parents' generation was. Yeah. And then even with having the kids young, like, our, our parents had kids young and mm-hmm. stuff also. Mm-hmm. So then it was just like, okay. If we're not having those kids and they had kids young too, Mm -hmm. like for me, it was just like, I guess like for me, I guess the disconnect, I do agree with your part of saying where they was taught not to question. And so that carried on into the following generation. Yes. Um, And I think that just became a way of, now we don't talk about shit like that over here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and then our skin's getting tough and mm-hmm. now we don't have them sentimental and now it's weak to cry. It's weak to, it's weak to seek the counseling. Mm-hmm. But as far as like, I guess I'm not really sure where the de- because even in their generation, you sat down and you listened mm-hmm. like the storytelling part of it. And even them, like you don't question like my yeah. grandmother on her deathbed was like, Nah, you don't make no, you don't make no calls for me. Mm-hmm. You don't come over here talking to me like that. You know, she on her deathbed, like mm-hmm. talking crazy, kicking people out of her room. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't have that with my mom. So I guess it probably is a combination of numerous of things of why. Um, I mean, it's because it's two different worlds.
2: Mm-hmm. I we we live social media we, yeah, and, uh, we, technology.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, li- we are part of the digital age. Um, The very beginning of it, um, our parents were older. Mm. I mean, they weren't old, but they were still, you know, thirties. You know, shoot, thirty four myself. Um, (laughs) They're they're around my age when that stuff started to really hap to happen, and they they didn't stay up with it. So So we grew up with it. And so, I I, there was a a, um a post I I read of, of an acquaintance on Facebook. And it, and it just, it, it's. You just call she your Facebook said, friend I an mean, acquaintance. Just say a yeah, hey, no, Facebook friend. She's your Facebook friend, but we're, we're not really she's friends. Like, nah, she has we acquaintance
0: friends like there. that. Yeah. I mean, she follow me, but. <laughs> we cool and all.
3: i might hit a like.
1: Exactly. But, <laughs> she ain't getting a heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: what she wrote. Y'all ridiculous. What she wrote. There's something about, like, all the things that we've seen, all the things that us as millennials have gone through, um, you know, 9-11. So many people um, dying. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Columbine, um, Virginia Tech, um, just just all these things that we have grown to be sensitized to, -hmm. desensitized to, um, that our parents are just like, oh, my God, like, Wow, you know what I mean? You know, millennials get a a bad rap, you know, and... um, Shit,
0: we've been through a lot.
3: Yeah, we've been through a lot. (laughs) And I think more millennials need to have more self-love. We, Mm -hmm. as a generation, have gone through, I think, way more than our our, our counterport
1: apart i would love to have in.
0: some older people on this yeah. episode right now they're like they're what the hell man, y'all been through yeah,
1: <laughs> <has to walk laughs> eight miles in the like snow, snow to go to school, school. When no snow day was up to here <laughs> 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 always that one you had to like, like, travel your way
0: to school <laughs> When yeah. no snow day being class wet
1: yeah like you had to put on first of all you had to put on <laughs> three sweaters had to get on four <laughs> pairs of pants three socks yep. you had to make sure they was then you had to put on your boots, your snowsuit,
0: a coat, a scarf, mittens, and gloves. <laughs> Man, I remember getting in trouble for getting sent home by the nurse. They ain't never sent me home. Girl. Yeah. Y'all getting weak. This is uh, yeah. Weak. Raising a some pummel. <laughs> and,
3: and, and by no means am I, am I saying that we've gone through worse. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying us as the
0: frequency. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And the microscope. A mm-hmm. microscope that we, as our generation, have been under compared to other generations, um, I think affects how our generation <laughs> has self-love.
0: It ain't no sweeping it on the road. You're going viral, motherfucker. Absolutely. <laughs> your best to your know. life
3: is over.
0: It's a wrap. Uh-huh. Ain't no wait till next week, newspaper yeah. come out. Nah, motherfucker. And it's on the internet for life.
1: Forever. Like. When you so-and-so, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: motherfuckers got receipts nowadays like nothing dies
3: wait weren't you that girl oh, damn that was 10 years ago oh, like, girl, bro girl let
0: me be <laughs> yeah <laughs> ting- ting. sorry she ain't gonna let that down for a
1: minute <laughs>
0: okay so i i definitely i can see that like self-reflection it's okay for you yeah i know we be going on tangents we gotta bring it back
3: yeah uh-huh. reel it in
0: So for you, it's just, like you said, kind of analyzing those relationships and those friendships and um, learning from the generation before you and trying to do that type of self-reflection to kind of help you figure out your next steps. Absolutely. Okay. I definitely fucks with that. Sissy?
1: Um, (laughs) I think my self-reflection, it comes um, in spurts. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was very selfish. I'm a very selfish person. <laughs> so takes, I think I, you know
3: what that that takes some some gall to do that that to, to say that. I to
1: like know, this episode because it.
0: y'all both on the opposite end, so yeah. it makes it interesting.
1: I say I, but I say that with love. Yeah, love. like yeah. I don't mean to say it with like the utmost confidence. Yeah, it. I for like the longest time, I thought it. I deemed it as uh, negative. I mm-hmm. didn't think it was a positive thing to have.
0: Like, I thought, like... <laughs> me, too. I deemed it as negative <laughs> <laughs> with your personality. For my yeah, you. I told you I had to grow up and appreciate stuff differently.
1: That's when we used to get into it all the damn time. Mm-hmm. She couldn't see shit.
0: <laughs> I couldn't. I like, nah. <laughs> oh, my things. nerve.
1: <laughs> 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 but I really did, like, and I had to, I think it was, honestly, I think it was you that told me I was selfish and it rubbed me wrong. And I was, like, obviously in the moment. Um But I was just like, I, dare. I was like, <laughs> I give so much to so many people. And that was where I was like, how am I selfish? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's always been my thing. Like, I'm all, I've am i always been a giver. I've always contributed. Like, just like UK, like, you grew up taking care of everybody. I grew yeah. up taking care. I was a middle child, but I still grew up mm-hmm. taking care of my brothers and my mom. And just filling in where people yeah. Fell short at mm-hmm. and yeah. I still do that to this day. Like I still pick up the pieces for so many people in my life. And um as some I was just talking to a friend about this. Like at some point you gotta realize your friend. This, I'll tell you later.
0: Hmm. <laughs> um, I, was gonna say friend. I don't know to say. <laughs> I don't know them. <laughs> That's your acquaintance. <laughs> I was just like, Hold on, okay, you better tell her the right terminology to <laughs> be using. But
1: um like I was just telling her because it's when she was talking to me, I was like, "Man, it sounds like me." And I'm like, "You got to realize that's not your responsibility. Like yeah. you were not put here to do, yeah. only do, do just that.
0: Others, yeah, oh, like my just, dumbass like, <laughs> had to learn that. It's <laughs>
1: not, it's, it's not for you to do that. Like that's not your purpose to be here." And she truly, and I, when she said, I was like, "So many people feel that way." Yeah. But I was like, "Honestly, honest to God, it's not your. That's not your responsibility to." Put that weight on you to think that you're you have to please this person or you have to pick up the pieces for this person because they were raised this way and yeah. they that's not for you. Um.
3: And I think it's it's interesting that society feels like more people like me are are more of what a person should be than people like you because mm-hmm. I I think that's very interesting because you know pe- more people like me we suffering. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We don't we don't take the trip You're right we out don't. here Happy
0: walking through nature. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, am, I, it's I was gonna messed say up. but that's why
0: it is like that's a great point. Like <laughs> it is a beautiful up. thing. Uh, matter of fact, um, I think me and you talked about it, Kay, um, on one of our first episodes of season one before Ray came to join us on the show, we talked about self-love. Yeah. And we were talking about the um, actual definition of selfish mm-hmm. and, like, the actual definition, it don't sound too bad. It's right. like... not it bad at all. <laughs> it's like yeah do for me <laughs> like, that's right like, i'm serious y'all I need to google the actual definition of selfish it really does not sound bad it is it got a bad rep
1: yeah like yeah.
0: people i think it's one of them words people use to hurt somebody it yeah. is and
1: it hurt me for a long, I'm especially because it came from her i I was, just, I was like, wrong
0: i was young Yeah, forgive
3: <laughs> me i was like wow I was like, I was it's necessary <laughs> to be selfish sometimes
0: and but I, I can see where it also hurt too because like i was one of the people she gave the most to, and then my little bratty ass over here talking about oh, you so selfish i, like, yeah, I probably didn't get my way
1: it was something and i was like wow that's how you feel I'm I, was I was like "Bitch,
0: bitch what wow. gonna do for you i'm self-reflecting <laughs> i'm i'm mean, being honest i probably did not get my way i, was like, I, gotta, I'm go- selfish. I gotta go home <laughs> <laughs>
1: get the yeah, fuck on. out of my I face she's probably like the only person that hired my kids and my husband can really get me under my feelings but whoo child but um my and, and honestly that's where my self-reflection comes from is from my close friends my circle and like if y'all were to tell me i'm doing can't nobody tell me i'm doing wrong like mm-hmm. and that's what i'm that's where i was headed with the self the selfish me like i'm overly confident with myself within so many aspects like i you can't tell me shit about myself if I don't know you like that. Like, yeah, if you not a person that I truly care for, you can't tell me shit about myself. Like, You can't tell me I'm a bad person or you can't tell me I'm this, this and that like you're not where you're supposed to be. Like society can never tell me like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Or people make mm-hmm. comments like, oh, you quit a job. You're a failure. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No one could yeah. ever tell me that. Like, no one could ever tell me I'm a failure at a mother. Like, there's things in my life like, yeah, fuck you. Like, I can't. Period. Yeah. I I just, I can't fathom that thought. And, I mean, honestly, honest to God that I think I mentioned it on, like, the previous episode. like, my parents instilling that conf- My brother, too. Like, they instilled so much confidence in me that it became selfish. Like, it became, like.
0: It became who you are.
1: Yeah. It was just, all right, well. If somebody don't treat me right, fuck them. I'm going to treat
3: me right. Exactly.
1: Like, I'm going to do for me regardless. And, like, then also seeing the close people around me get done wrong growing up. Like, I knew that's not how I ever wanted to be. Like, I don't want that for myself. I don't want that pain. I don't want to ever feel like I can't find me. And I knew that from a very early age. I was always very in tune with my thoughts. I think I'm a little crazy um <laughs> but i would say that's my i've always been aware is yeah. my self-reflection and having that confidence there but also being knowing who i'm vulnerable with yeah. so like i know you kay you could put me in my feelings quick probably quicker than her honestly cause, really mm-hmm. what because you're not that type of person <laughs>
0: you say something out of the way to me kay you might catch some tears like you <laughs> might catch an upper girl my heart gonna pattern don't I'm talk like, to me like that who she talking to <laughs> somebody kidding. i'm hurt. boy i be i don't know what i'd be I sit in the corner like, you talking about being confused
1: <laughs> that's the yeah, real i'm going home
0: and you didn't say it tactfully oh my god Mm-mm. i'm crushed no seriously
1: like everybody in the print pretty, pretty much everybody in the crew like outside of my close family but everybody in the crew could probably put me there yeah. like But nobody else could. Your husbands can't. Yeah. Like Nobody couldn't. Like, they can't do that. But. Because I have so much comeback.
0: We know everybody. (laughs) That's why. I hope to God. (laughs) Let me just say, I hope to God. (laughs) It don't never come to, like, blows for real. Because everybody just going to, like, let's just go. Let's just go. (laughs) Go our separate ways. Head down. Because it ain't no comeback. If it ever Mm -hmm. got to, like, shooting missiles for real. Nah.
1: Jesus. But seriously, though, like, that's. That's always been my self-reflection is, one, being aware of me, um, whether I was right or wrong, and then the people around me, like, those people that I know I can be vulnerable with, um, if they tell me I'm wrong, like, it might hurt me for the moment or I might be pissed for the moment, but just having that there to have people in my circle that I trust and I don't let, and I've said this time and time again, I don't let too many people get close to me. For reasons. Like, I don't like everybody. I don't care to be around everybody. Yeah. Um. But it's for those reasons. I protect my own energy. Like, I protect my happiness to a, a fault. Like, it, it's something that's becoming me for years. And and I think
3: I'm learning that there's nothing wrong with that. It's not.
0: Absolutely. Me too.
1: It's nothing wrong with there's solitude. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with, like, like, I used to, I still make fun of her when she goes and tries to go be by herself and stuff. It's it's bad the way she do it. <laughs> I'm not giving her all the rights. But <laughs> there's some, but again, like there's power in that too. Like yeah. you knowing when you can't handle a situation or, or not even that you can't handle the situation, but it's too much for you mm-hmm. and that you know you need to excuse yourself. There's so many people that don't know that, that don't understand. Like I need to remove myself from this and go like I, some people just literally don't know how to do that. And I think that's great. I think that's amazing.
0: I think it. I think having that support system again, like, you know, that's another thing I'm a huge advocate for is having a support system. Because sometimes you don't see, because you're so used to yourself, I yeah. think sometimes we fail to see the great things about us. Because yeah. for me, that was always a dysfunction.
1: I just laughed at you for it. <laughs>
0: but but like, like you said, from an early age, I knew when, like, a setting was just too much for me or... Mm-hmm. My the way that I'm feeling inside, I'm just not a good fit for the situation.
3: Yeah.
0: Because sometimes I used to force myself and then it's like you're being a bitch. What's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, oh, I need to remove myself when I get to this point because it bothers everybody else Mm -hmm. or vice versa. Like I'm in a certain state and now y'all bothering me Mm -hmm. Um, because I've also like Ray was talking about like she liked the nature. I've always loved silence. And I think for me, I've always I've always appreciated silence. Let me say it that way. Mm. Because noise don't bother me either. Yeah. Like, I can really tune some shit out, but I think my entire life, I've always been in a household that was noisy. Mm -hmm. Growing up, it was always me and three older brothers, and then they were on the football team, so they had all these guys around. Yeah. Yeah. We had a hell of a lot of cousins. If I went to an aunt house, it's still a hell of a lot of cousins. It's a lot of us. Then I had my kids early, and then my sister already had kids. So if we linked up, it's just kids. Now, I got a hell of a lot of kids. So it's always been noise in my life. So I appreciate silence now. But even back then, it was just like, y'all out. Let me go to my room real quick. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, as far as the self-reflecting, like, oh, where to even begin? Like, I've done a lot of self-reflecting this past year. This past year has probably been the most that I've – it's so sad. I'm about to – what? How old am I? 27? Why are you looking – Because I was going to say you need to tell me how old I am. <laughs> you are not
1: that old to be doing that. i tell you that. Oh so I just
0: turned 27, and I would say I've grown the most this last year. Mm-hmm. And honest to God, it had to do a lot with self-reflection. Um, For me, I would say I'm probably a good combination of you two – um and a little different so I also okay have witnessed the generation before us and like either okay there's these aspects that I do not want yes but then there's these aspects that I love that about our generation so for instance that support group that they had the way that they made it work so even just be, they had a village Mm -hmm. just before this uh episode I was telling my sisters, you know, like I'm planning on doing X, Y, and Z. And my sister, without asking her, without even pitching, you know how sometimes you pitch the idea to s- get some help. You just <laughs> throw it out there, like, who gonna who gonna raise their hand? Yeah.
3: Like I want everybody
0: volunteer <laughs> <laughs> what? Like I wasn't pitching her and she was like, What days you working? All right, just send the kids over to my house when you do. Right. Like that is the part that I learned from that generation before me. I want people in my corner that's in my corner. Like mm-hmm. I want people that's to ride, like Bro, you got four kids. We got four kids.
1: Right. Like, we in the same
0: boat. Woo. Yeah, like I need them type of people in Don't my corner. Don't have kids. <laughs> hey, we are at capacity, bro. <laughs> you need to wait till some of them get a little older. <laughs> wait till Scoot get grown. <laughs> um. So I that is like the things that I've learned before. Like, what did y'all do well, and yes. where did y'all struggle at? Like, where, what could y'all have done better? Yeah. Um. So that's where I definitely relate to you because mm. both of those stand out a lot to me like the failures from that generation stand out a lot to right. me yeah. but what they got right stands out a lot to me yeah um just like with our group like my my kids know yeah as aunts yeah like they don't i would say maybe two years ago they started questioning like wait yeah not related right
1: yeah for real sisters? man my kids still be confused <laughs> they just be like so TTK. <laughs> That's really your cousin. I'm like, i explain it when you get because I feel like it still ain't gonna make sense. Yeah. And
0: I think because of the coincidence of us all being light skinned, all of us are yeah. black, like we all look, alike. We all all look alike. Yeah. I don't think it was any reason to question what was said to them, like that's your sister, that makes sense. Right. You know, and then when one of the aunts come around as mama, you know, right. so I I think it was just really confusing on them. Something was said and they was just like, Yo, cousin. I mean, that's your cousin. That is your sister. That is my aunt. And so, like, I love that though because, so when my mom had her support system, there was times I couldn't talk to my mom when I was like, "Ooh, fuck you! I'm going to talk to my auntie because you don't understand yeah. shit I'm right. saying." And my aunt ended up being that mediator. Yeah, and that's amazing to have. Or like, when my kids get to, I got three girls. Yeah, they don't get to the point where I can't stand this bitch. I'm happy I have people in yeah. their life that I can trust because so I learned this from my godmother that when my kids leave my house and they go to your house, I need people in their life that's not going to steer them wrong. You ain't got to come and tell their secrets to me, just don't steer my baby wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want them to lose that trust that they have in y'all right. because they need an outlet and a trusted outlet. Right. right. But at the same time like I know for a fact like, since you know if it was something I needed to tell you, I'd tell you. Right. But right now, I need to keep her secret. Right. You know? And she needs some guidance. That ain't you. She tuning your voice out right now. Yeah, she like, Get on she the nerve. You getting on her. To leave my baby alone. <laughs> because, honestly, it's not always the kid in the wrong. Sometimes it's the mama. Like, you need Absolutely. to quit being in your way. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, you're being a bitch. You mad and at that miserable-ass job, and you're taking it out on my baby. Um. So, I definitely... There's some things like I really do love. Like it's one of the reasons I've turned out the way that I was my mom was conscious enough that she wanted to be my everything. Yeah. And I was I was I was a piece of work. Like when I was in middle school to high school, like I was my mom, I'm sorry, my mouth, <laughs> my was just attitude. I to say
1: her mouth. Ooh. I can ooh lord, I my kids ever. The hell up.
0: They would have no teeth.
1: Yeah. I got smacked for putting my hands up. <laughs> wow, huh? I got my asshole for like the littlest shit, and I heard her say some shit to her mama one day. I said, "You, she ain't do nothing to you." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I bitch, you live in I listen, said, "I gotta
0: go because I feel like I'm about to get in trouble." Listen, I was going through some stuff, okay, I don't but no, honey. Like, I was going, like, really, really going through it. So, like, everything just came out, like, rebellious. I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all feelings. Leave me alone. Leave me by myself. Um, And for a long time, I told myself that's okay because you've been hurt. It's okay for you to be Mm -hmm. defensive. It's okay for you to shut down. It's okay. Somebody hurt you. That is okay. That is understandable. And, like, and I'm talking about years. Yeah. I'm like you hurting me. Fuck you. Never again. You're cut off. When you finally did come out about everything, your
1: mama's reaction to all that though was so funny to me. That makes sense. (laughs) That's exactly what she said. We were talking. She was like, "Ray,
0: just makes so much
1: sense now." I was
0: just like. Why are you but that's all you got to say. <laughs> you know the part that was even funny because that part like kinda cause our, our family's a little twisted, so we laugh at everything, like we laugh at our pain and everything. So she said, That makes sense. <laughs> but on top of that, she to say she was so confused. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. it. she to was deal gonna bust a her. grape. Man. Mm-mm. 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 Bust a grape. So I think with the self reflecting, um, I had to get to the point where it's like, All right, bitch, you can't be this perfect ain't no yeah, way yeah. like you're not always mm-hmm. right you're not perfect everything you do is not right because i'm not even joking like when i say if i thought about something because i i analyze everything i am an overthinker to a fault mm-hmm. so because i i felt like because i put that much thought into something when yeah, i got to a right. conclusion it was right <laughs> nope. it's funny laughing now but that this is seriously where it was so if you came and you was like you disagree i was like you didn't think that hard so you're wrong yeah and I would like for real be ready to cut you off because you wrong and you fail to see things my way. Mm-hmm. And then if Risa, mm-hmm. I didn't understand Rrr. people were human, so if you hurt me, you can unintentionally hurt me. Yeah, you and I. It's bad because I still default to this sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I get hurt, I just be like you got to go. Yeah, you have got to go. Like I've been through so much pain from people that I love and trusted that now it's like. Yeah, I'm not trying to feel that anymore. No so it's yeah. just like instantly, like sometimes I don't even know that I'm doing it until I'm talking to my support system. Like, come on, bro, you better than that. Yeah. Like right. you gotta stop doing that. Like you and I think that's where you're being vulnerable. Don't be vulnerable with everybody because there's people that will <clears throat> abuse and misuse that. Mm-hmm. But like having them people you can be vulnerable with to tell y'all like I was Bro, I'm hurt. Fucked up. I'm yeah. fucked up. Like, I don't know why I do this, but I do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then having people to be like, hey, I know you've been through a lot, but this ain't one of the moments. Like, you got to let that hurt go. Mm-hmm. This person actually really love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually got a relationship because so complete transparency. And it kind of piggybacks off our last episode, our other sister, Jazz. Um, me and her have been, like, really, really struggling with our relationship. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. again, this is somebody I love. Like, I call her sister. Right. Like, and I'm not one of them people to do that lightly. Like, I, yeah, I'm cool with everybody. We can have a conversation. We can hang out. But to call you a sister, yeah. that ain't never been me. Yeah. There's literally, outside of the crew, there's literally one other person that I've ever called sister. Um, And she actually lived with me at one point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't do that mm-hmm. lightly. Mm-hmm. Um. So me and our sister Jazz, like, we just kind of fell off some. I'm not really going to go into detail just because I haven't even had the conversation with her just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she, I would say, like, she rubbed me wrong and she hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I instantly went back to my defensive mechanism of, bro, you are close to me and I love you dearly. You're not supposed to do that to me. Right. And so then it was just like, oh, yeah, you got to go. And it took, again, my support system, my other sister. So Ray was just like, yeah, but you don't need not to do that. But because she knows me and my trauma and my, the way I internalize things, she's able to be like, okay, I can understand how you got there. I understand why you're internalizing it the way you do. However. I understand right. that yeah. you got to have this conversation on your own. However, you need to have that conversation. Well, well, However, you yeah. need to let that hurt go. Absolutely. So y'all need to talk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, She probably has no clue. She don't. And she so. she would tell me that like bro it ain't my place to have it for you. And yeah. She would also be like you getting on my nerve too because I'm, I'm turning gray. <laughs> turning gray. She's like I'm tired of not saying nothing because you ain't said it. But then it's also like I need y'all to have that on y'all own. Yeah. I'm more than happy to be there to because Ray is definitely a good mediator, especially yeah. when she knows both parties. Mm-hmm. Because Ray is one person that is really good at being like nah fam nah. And when she loves you, her delivery is great. If she mm-hmm. don't really fuck with you, her delivery is terrible. But if she fucks with you, great delivery. See, this yeah. is self-reflection right here. <laughs> <laughs> you right though, but okay. Um, so like as far as the crew go, it will be a great mediator. Yeah. I think it's also important to be around people that they're not scared of hurting your feelings. I like, bet you'll be all right. Yeah. Like, but again, it's being you know my, you know mindful and tactful. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not being, you can't say something to somebody. You can't say anything aggressively to somebody just because y'all cool either. Yeah. But you should always be able to be like, all right, sis, I'm about to have to keep it real with you.
1: And that's Mm -hmm. something I think uh, some of us have to learn, like what you just said. Like just because you're cool with somebody does not mean that gives you the right to talk or act a certain way towards that person regardless of the relationship
0: yeah like even if they accept you like flaws and all that does not give you a right to a not do your own self reflecting mm. and be like you know what I'm being a shitty friend I shouldn't be right. talking to you like that and it don't give you the right to just be like well y'all know who I am so I can continue to be this way because in a relationship okay like we was talking about friendships family after at a certain point, motherfuckers get tired of putting up with your shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially if there's no changed behavior.
1: Absolutely. Right.
0: So, for me, that self-reflection, like Ray was saying, it does come from my friends. Because, one, y'all know me inside and out. Like, I would say, and I've talked about this before, like, my friends know more about me than my husband do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know my traumas. You know, like, my friends, we talk for hours. Yeah. Like, I'm not even bullshitting, like, it's hours. it's
1: so easy. I love y'all.
0: And it's like, y'all know all this about me, and we still talk for hours? Mm-hmm.
1: That's why we're over time right now, I
0: guarantee mm-hmm. it. I I guarantee it too.
1: Well, we said we were gonna start doing an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> we um are, we are currently at one eighteen. Okay. <laughs> so. I was gonna bring it up soon, but <laughs> I was gonna let you you sound like you was going good. I was
0: just like, go ahead. Um, so like for me it was just a combination of watching the generation before us, picking out what they did well and what do I need to change so that my it's not passed on to my kids, yes. right. but it was also making sure that I'm around people that can handle me delicately because of my traumas, uplift me, and also be able to check me in a in a way that I will receive it. Mm. Because I don't care who you are, we can be friends. You can be my lover. You can be my mama. You still got to check me in a certain way or else I'm not going to be able to receive it. i
3: say you can't.
0: Approach is. Approach is everything.
3: Absolutely. Mm. And have some coos.
0: I'm also learning that you cannot come to me checking me if you are not a receptive person. Mm. That's also something that is starting to really bother me when it talks about reflection. Like Mm. I can't take, I can't receive feedback from somebody that does not. Do their own. Do their own that does not accept the criticism that does not work on their own shit. Because then for me, it's just like, yeah, it's easy for you to say that. I'm not trying to hear it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So then it, it, and it does not make me right. But I'm saying that I've self-reflected enough to know what my triggers are and to know who I'm willing to listen to and not listen to. And then the last part for me that I feel like is just slightly different and maybe not even different, just something I don't think that you guys um, quite touched on for self-reflection for me is just like when I kind of said it earlier, it's like really sitting down and deciphering things you've been told about yourself, whether that's at work, with friendships, in a relationship, and figuring out which ones are validated. Because everything somebody say about you, you're not going to change. Like, you may have a problem with it, but that's who I am. Like, that's something that I like about myself. Not that's who I am as far as a defense yeah. goes yeah, but to the point of, I am at peace this way. Mm-hmm. I love this about me. This is just how it is. Right, I right. can understand if that's not for you, and you may need to leave my life. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: that's when I fuck you.
0: Come <laughs> <laughs> it does, and I feel like people got to be very conscious of it, though. Yeah, because you cannot validate your wrong. Yes. But at the same time, if this is truly something that you're at peace so getting back to that selfish part, mm-hmm. if this is a characteristic or a way of you that you are at peace, you got to stand on that.
2: Right.
3: Like, I'm
0: sorry this bothers you. That's not the intent. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to change that for you, though. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So being able to still have that conversation, but then you got to be able to be receptive of the feedback like that is a toxic way. Like, I think right now, uh, right, these days, it's something that's, like, called, people are being toxic by calling other people toxic. Yes. Like, bro, like, you're the toxic one. Like, you can't call them toxic when you're being toxic.
1: I literally had Mm -hmm. that happen, like, last year, and it pissed me off to my core. Especially because, and this is what I mean by, like, it came from somebody I did not value anymore. Mm -hmm. So, and I used to. And I learned that I don't value everyone's opinion. it was a it was kind of an adult lesson for me like okay, I don't really care what you're talking about right mm-hmm. um, but the person called me a negative person and I had literally never heard that shit in my life and it hurt me for a, like a brief moment and it came to like one of those moments where you're just like right, girl fuck you uh, <laughs> okay. like, Next. I'm, I'm right like I'm not about to di- like I'm not even about to entertain that thought but then it kind of dwelled on me. I know it bothered me because...
0: It came back up in your thoughts later?
1: Yeah, and I had went home, talked to my husband, and I'm like, all right, listen, <laughs> right. am I wrong? Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Or, like, am I really being a negative... Like, am I really a negative person? Tell me, like, I'm... Because
0: that's something i need to fix if I
1: am. Right, and I was like, but I can only... I can only accept that coming from someone who truly knows me like I can only accept that coming from y'all like y'all were to tell me I'm a negative person like I'm being a Debbie Downer or like every time y'all come around me it's bad spirits. (laughs) Cracks me up a Debbie Debbie Downer. Downer. (laughs) I don't know where that term came from but (laughs) it makes me laugh too (laughs) but it's just like if y'all were to tell me that okay like I can receive it that Mm -hmm. way but if a person because we literally were in an argument and it was like you had that moment of silence and then it came back up and was like you're just a negative person I'm like whoa yeah whoa first of all if we would not at work <laughs> uh-huh. never mind <laughs> but yep. you know it's just like i've never heard that a day in my life and everybody who's ever been around me has always told me how much i'm a, like a joy to be around. even if i am even if i do have a fucked up attitude like i'm still the laughable like i'm very goofy i'm mm-hmm. goofy to my core mm-hmm. like i don't like to be upset i don't like to be mad i get there very quickly Mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I like to be that person or I don't like to complain. I like solutions versus negative comments. Mm-hmm. And it was just like what you were just saying, like literally that struck me. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of, it was like probably the first time in my life I had a moment where it came, came cause I don't get people to talk to me like that either mm-hmm. um, because I'm not that person. But it was just one part, one part in my life where someone literally said something that It affected me to a point where I had to check my, I did have to Mm -hmm. check myself. Even when you call me selfish, I checked myself about it, but I had to dive deeper into what that really meant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people are doing that nowadays. And I think it's because like people are becoming aware, but -hmm. they're still not truly doing the self reflection. Mm -hmm. Right. So like you are aware of toxic people now. You're aware of toxic environments. You're aware that, you know, people messing with your energy Mm -hmm. like these are a lot of common topics nowadays that people are starting to talk more about mental health and yes uh, bringing awareness to it but people are still not utilizing the tools that are being given to them so you are now using a phrase that you've heard on instagram or a passage that you've done or a passage that you've read but you have not yet done that practice and you haven't done the work inside so now you're just using it to get back at somebody else yeah so now it's like these toxic people are calling you toxic and again i think that's where that self-reflection comes in where you can you can sit here and be like okay so this was said about me and like you just said, you your husband's part of your support system mm-hmm. so that was your check and balance you said this negative comment about me i need to figure out if that's validated and that requires being completely honest with yourself mm-hmm. whether that statement is like fucking ugly because mm-hmm. yeah. all of us got some ugly ass ways oh
3: yeah mm-hmm. being like you
0: know what Bro, you got to check that. Like, exactly. that's true. That's true. You you are like that. Like, Sissy will tell me something, and I'm, I'm, I can be very, very hard-headed. Like, I can be very stubborn in my way of thinking. Same. So I have got to really, really be mindful of that when somebody is telling me something. I have got to be mindful. Like, you can be very stubborn when it's time to change your course of thinking. Yeah. So with that being said, sometimes it do require, like, hey, we might have to Brush across this conversation. Like I can't tell you how many times I see them, like, you need to have a conversation with your other sister. And it's just like, yeah, I hear you, but nah, because X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then we have the conversation again. Like, you need to have that conversation. So by the second or third time she says, like, all right, bro, do I gotta have a conversation? Because you yeah. keep saying it. Yeah. And I've been you, hardheaded. Mm-hmm. I gotta stop being hardheaded, but again, nobody's gonna be able to check that for you but you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's
1: it's, also why I tell you too, in those moments like Even though I'm telling you, you need to do this, but do it on your time when Mm -hmm. you are ready. Like that's something that you have to be aware of your own emotions, your own energy, like all that. You have to be aware of yourself. And that's a part of self-reflection too. You have to be aware of how you are feeling in that moment.
0: Um, I was just about to say like my last part for that you just brushed up against because I think it's important to do things on your own timing. Um, versus like somebody telling you to apologize and you go apology or you go give an apology yeah. and it's half-assed or, um, you're expecting something in return. So expectancy is a huge one for me. I used to, I would check myself and then whoever I needed to give an apology or if we had that conversation, if you didn't give me something back in return, I felt some type of way. Mm -hmm. Like That is also wrong, and it took me a very long time. Like, if I did something wrong, I need to go and apologize, and that's it, period. Right. Right. If they apologize, if they accept their wrongdoings, that's none of my business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it will probably still rub you wrong, like, Mm -hmm. because you're human. Right. It will bother you that I'm taking accountability, but this other person is not. That part of it is going to bother you, but it still should not stop you from doing your own self-reflection and doing the corrective actions that you should do, because ultimately, be, everybody know being the bigger person does not feel good. It
1: sure don't.
0: Sometimes that shit is like stupid. You be like, "Fuck this, I'm going home." But at the end of the day, it makes you a better person. You are stronger because of it. You can now, like I, I've said it before, I don't, um, I don't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it if I get into a certain mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really got to tap into that mindset. Otherwise, I really don't care for confrontation. So sometimes I will, like, avoid it. Yeah. Like, you know what? I know being a bigger person and being grown is having this conversation, but I'm not really feeling that because who wants to do that? Right. So for me, it's like for my self-reflection and how it's benefited me, it's like doing all of those things. But now I'm just, I feel like the benefit is being aware. Like, I am aware of me completely. I'm aware of my triggers. I'm aware of my, the terrible programming that I've had from past generations, from society. Mm-hmm. Um, even the social media shit that we've talked about. Me and Sissy talk about it all the time. Like, I got to disconnect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am very, very aware. Bro, you're not consistent on a lot of stuff. I'm very productive. I'm always doing something. But sometimes I'm not consistent. Yeah, You know, and consistency is key. Um, I think that would be the biggest benefit for me is just being Aware and now that I'm aware, I know what areas I need to work on. I know what areas I need to focus on. I know, bro, you, you don't stick with something long enough to create a habit to create a life change. Mm-hmm. So that would be it for me. Um, so see what time are we at? One twenty nine. Perfect. Okay, so we are gonna be a little bit over, but if we can very quickly go around, uh, what is the one thing you want to leave the audience with when it comes to self love? Mine is just gonna be. Um, Do the work. It's not going to always be comfortable. Um, It's not always going to be in your favor. You're going to be wrong. There are going to be moments where you want to do self-love and you're going to fail. You're going to fall. You're going to realize, like, oh, I thought this was it, and it's not. Like, just do the work. You got to keep at it. It's going to change. But you've got to get to the point of, like like Ray said earlier, you got to get to a point where you know you – More than anybody else know you. Mm -hmm. You got to get to a point where you are honest with yourself. You love yourself. And I guess the best way that I can explain self-love is treat yourself like you would your favorite person in the world. Right. Treat yourself like you would treat your best friend. Treat yourself like you would treat your significant other. Treat yourself Mm -hmm. like you would treat your children. Love on yourself in all of the ways. It's like when you think about doing something for somebody else to lighten their workload, to make them happy, you need to have the same energy, that same pressure behind it when it comes to doing it for yourself.
1: For the crazy people who don't value nobody, treat yourself (laughs) like money.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Treat yourself like gold. Like my mama would say, treat your hair like gold. Treat yourself like gold. That is a good point because some (laughs) of y'all be like, fuck people. Yeah, y'all crazy. Something wrong with you. You need help, but... Treat yourself like money. There you go.
0: And, sissy, you want to go ahead?
1: Nope. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is going to be. Don't feel bad about putting yourself first sometimes.
1: Yeah, it's
2: okay.
3: Um,
0: that's good coming from you. Yeah.
3: Um, you can't. You can't be. You. You can't be for other people. If you're not for yourself first, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You, you, you can't have your, your cup half filled.
0: And trying um, to give try, and trying to somebody,
3: to fill else. somebody else's cup. Okay. And there's what nothing left feeling? for
0: you. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. I might need that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you
0: need that. You might want to keep that. <laughs>
3: keep that
1: coffee and cream over yeah. there. <laughs>
3: hey,
0: I feel that.
3: Yeah. Like I, I, I'm learning that. I'm learning that with, with, with time and with with things that I've gone through and are currently going through. Um, sometimes being, I, like I said earlier, sometimes um, being selfish is the way to be, to be the way to be. Um, yes. Because y- you need it. Yes. You need it. And um, ultimately um, it could be good for other people too, because like I you, you were fulfilled. Ooh, can and I, I know, piggyback so, off
0: that? When you said you need it, I think that's so powerful to accept and realize. Mm-hmm. Because if it was somebody else that you care for, you would do everything Absolutely. in your power to make mm-hmm. them feel better. Yes. And sometimes realizing, like, baby, I love you, but right now you good. Yeah. You f- I'm, just I'm fine. not fine. I'm not good. Let me work yeah. on that. In the end, we can go be happy together, boo. But right now, you he, better go in there and watch TV.
3: There's been so many times where something was $25. I was like, nah, that's...
0: Ooh, too much too money,
3: much. <laughs> but then I been see been something there? else for somebody else, and it's fifty dollars. Like, I'm like, girl, oh okay, yeah, I need I that, that for you.
1: That. That's awesome. I got that. You i Oh, it's on
0: sale too. Let me, yeah, let me get that. for
1: her or him or I got that shit bad. Anything. I'm gonna say, don't let oh. it be a sale. <laughs> don't let
0: it be the baby. Like right it's now, baby. that baby. Like she the one. She's really like that age gap. She the
1: one who's wrong broke
0: now. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> she you went out for her birthday.
1: I do it for all the kids though.
0: Um, if it's that baby, I'm like, you want some pajamas? Go ahead. Oh, look at this outfit. You need a yeah, new cup. It'd be, it be bad. It'd be cheap. And then you get to the cat like a hundred dollars. Oh, dang. Yeah, it'd be bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to piggyback off of what Kay was saying, that that was kind of what I was gonna go with. Uh cut the words out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um I was just gonna say, yeah, just to be selfish, um, within yourself like the there's a saying that I kind of, I didn't really understand it. So I was an adult, like, um, how does it go? Like you should love you. You should love yourself the most. Mm-hmm. Like you should never love anyone more than you love yourself. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You should never <laughs> love anyone more than you love yourself. And I, for the longest That's I could, tough. and it is, and I can never understand that until I was an adult. Um, mm-hmm. not really, like again, like I was privileged enough to know what self love was at a very early age, but at the same time, I don't. That's not to say I utilized it throughout my entire life. There's definitely times I felt falling short. Um, there's been plenty of times I've fallen short of it. Um, but to say that, you know, you really need to, like Sissy said earlier, um, learn yourself through and through the, the negative, the good, the mm-hmm. ugly, all of it. Because the more honest you are with yourself, the better you can grow, the more you can be selfish with yourself. You can honestly say, okay, I need to remove myself from these situations or I need to Mm -hmm. lean more into these situations or I need to take this time for myself. I need to find out what I like, what I need, whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be for yourself. But you need to lean in. Like people just need to learn to lean into that.
0: Lean in. More
1: and to self-reflect, I think is such a big part of being selfish um, I I do it even as selfish as I am I still do it to this day like again I said last year someone called me negative mm-hmm. and it rubbed me completely wrong but the minute I got home I was in my husband's face like hey wake up
2: <laughs> Wait, <Right. you're> <laughs> I need to is. talk
1: to you cause if this is something maybe I am being negative and I just don't know it and maybe people around me haven't said it to my face and I need to hear it from somebody I, I love Like, and I'll tell Sissy so- I'll tell anybody like Y'all can tell me whatever, even if it hurts me, um, tell me, like, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I don't want people talking about behind my back, but it happens. That's what people do. And I've, some of y'all need to grow up (laughs) and learn that that's just human nature. Honest to God, it is. Um, I don't think people, but you have to learn to differentiate, um, people being malicious versus people being, um, concerned or, um. It really not meaning anything, it just conversation. conversation honest mm-hmm. The God, it's not that they view, view you any less, it's conversation, honest, honestly. And just trying this to what figure the out the
0: latest news this is what just happened. But hey, did
1: you hear about so and so, girl? I'm tell you, so um, that's how it be. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a, a cute, a couple little cute points in here, but to be selfish, uh, self reflect, and um, really just. Be, I guess, be mindful of it all Um, just to keep aware of yourself.
0: Yes, honey. Focus on you. Um, As always, you guys, like, if you have not already joined us in our Facebook community, so let's talk about it community. And then also, if you would go ahead and subscribe, make sure you have your notifications set. Make sure you guys leave us a review. I've said it before. We want to make sure that we're creating content for you. This podcast is for you. It's also for me, too. There's been times where this has been like therapy. Mm -hmm. There's, like, aha moments. There's, like, oh, wow, like, I never thought about things like this. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm really at peace when we're recording, which is probably why I be going over everything session what (laughs) i'm supposed to stop at is just because like it's like really therapy so i'm hoping that it's really helping you guys out too if there's a topic that you want us to discuss you guys can always um either comment or message in the community you can leave it on a review because we always check those Um, and until next time you guys bye peace